Sessions Podcast. Okay, so uh, hi, hello everyone and welcome to another Prevence Podcast, the podcast where we interview business and legal professionals before the backdrop of digitization and connectivity. Uh, today is a very special episode for me. First of all, we have a different format. We are recording this remotely because the lawyer and entrepreneur that we are interviewing today, her name is Anna Moore. Hey, Anna, how's it going? Hi, I'm doing fine. <laughs> Thanks. Right. So as I said, we're going to interview this. Uh, we're going to do this interview remotely. And um, this is also a special episode because you, Anna, you are not specialized in one single area, but in several Uh, several different areas and you have now founded and published the first edition of The Legal Layman. So tell us a little bit about that. How how, how have the past few weeks or the past few months been for you? Pooh, um, the last few weeks and months um, happened pretty much. Yeah. First of all, we planned and launched our very first edition of Legal Layman a law magazine for non-lawyers. And, uh, well, since then, I'm hardcore networking, replying to tons of messages, planning mm -hmm. new projects, finishing old ones, and so many other things. Sounds great. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hook in right into the legal layman. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about what is up? What is the idea behind the legal layman? How did you come up with the idea Are you alone in this project? Who's your team? Uh, and most importantly, of course, what is the vision or what is the goal, what you guys want to achieve? <laughs> wow. <laughs> so many questions uh, questions yeah. <laughs> at once, yeah? <laughs> okay. Um, let's start somewhere. Um, Legal Amen is, as I already said, a law magazine for non-lawyers in which we explain legal subjects and the latest legal issues in a way that people without legal background are able to understand. Since law is literally everywhere and affects everybody, knowledge about your simplest rights and obligations shouldn't be a nice to have, it's a must have. So the vision behind Legal Amen is to create an access to law for everybody and to educate more. And okay, well, <laughs> I came I came up with the idea as I was again reading any Corona bullshit comments in social media. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. and everybody somehow transformed into some kind of hobby lawyer, and that really grinds my gears. And to calm myself down, I I started to clean my apartment. And yeah, that's that's what I always do to calm myself down. <laughs> and um, well, I, I was vacuuming my floor um, as the idea of creating a medium to even explain late, latest legal issues hit me out of nowhere. As I started to do a bit of research and I was shocked not to find any existing concepts like that. And in this moment, I just thought... Well, okay, shit, <laughs> then you have to do it. Yeah. You have to, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And a few minutes later, I told Justin Völkel about that. Justin Völkel is also a business lawyer like me, and we got to know each other during our master's degree. And first first thing he said was, legal amen, this sounds like potential, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> perfect, <And> perfect. <laughs> Um, 
This same evening, I called Lina Kravietz, co-founder and managing partner at This Is Legally Sign, and she got all excited as well and said, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. So in only one day, I had the idea, the name and a team. Yeah, awesome, isn't it? <laughs> You know, concerning that, considering that it takes my friends and me five business days to decide where to go eat for lunch, definitely, yeah, that is awesome and extremely fast. Um, I have another follow-up question, though. You said that you came up with the idea while you were vacuum cleaning. Is yeah. that is that something you do? Is that is that how you relax? Is that... Yeah, that's that's actually wow. uh, some kind of um, relaxing for me. You know, I have to <laughs> to kind of just only work mentally and some physical mm -hmm. uh, work is calling uh, calming myself down somehow oh, wow. i don't know <laughs> yeah but uh, but on the one you know on the one i can completely understand but then again you're being a productive person even when you're relaxing so i don't really does that make uh, me like you more or like you but, less but, hey yeah, I, but I hate cooking great. yeah i love cleaning but i hate cooking so ah, um, i'm not See, that I'm, productive okay. at all <laughs> Yeah, okay. See, that's the thing. I'm kind of a cooking guy. I, I do most of the cooking around the house, which my girlfriend is very happy about. Yeah, I, But yeah, good to know. I can cool. imagine. Yeah. <laughs> so let me just say from the outset, Anna, I completely agree with everything you have to say, right? But I'm just, for the sake of argument, yeah. I'm going to assume a contrary position, a position contrary to your own. Okay. Yeah, okay. So here's a position. Hey, Anna, I don't think that the legal layman is such a good idea because lawyers and law students have spent literally hours years in the library studying the most complex subjects. I remember from my own experience, I was once studying for Anglo-American contract law, reading a case from, I think it was the Supreme Court in the US. Oh, right? It was like oh. 69, you know those, yeah, right? Okay, yeah, si okay, 69 okay. pages of English that is completely complex. It's hardly <laughs> understand, even as a native mother tongue, you're like, what the hell are they saying? Yeah. And then you arrive at page 68, And then it's just one sentence. It goes, Justice Scalia dissenting. And then it's like, oh my, another uh, 40 pages. You, you know, it's like Justice Scalia going like, bro, yeah, oh, yeah. you had a weekend planned? I'm sorry, that's not happening. <laughs> and, that's, and that's literally what we do for years. To get to yeah. the point that we have this point of knowledge and then we think to ourselves, okay, but now this person is coming along who's going to give all that knowledge away for free in an English or in a German that everybody understands. So why do you do that? Okay, well, first of all, I'm pretty aller allergic to this kind of mentality. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. where would this world mm -hmm. be if nobody had ever shared some knowledge? Um, I mean, watching documentaries about physics doesn't make you a physician. And just because you teach pe people about their basic rights, obligations, or share information about legal backgrounds in a magazine, it won't turn mm -hmm. them, those people into lawyers. And lawyers right. have actually no entitlement to keep this knowledge for themselves. Laws aren't only made for lawyers, yeah? If you breach law, you will have to face the consequences, no matter who you are or what you've studied. So it's inevitably right. necessary to educate people on that. And by the way, whoever thinks that sharing knowledge with laymen could cost them their jobs or could make them lose clients, doesn't understand law at all and shouldn't actually be working as a lawyer. I mean, there is a reason why we have to study so long and so hard, yeah? If you could if mm. if if you could come it if that could be compensated by a few magazines or workshops, we all would have wasted years of our lives in law school. True. And 
In yeah. fact, educating non-lawyers should lead to even more clients and more work because only if you know how things should actually work out, you can detect when they don't and when it's time to hire a lawyer. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to just stop assuming this contrary position <laughs> and see on what grounds I could win. <laughs> Thank but you. But I'm, I'm going to give a shout out to the... Uh, to the listeners, uh, if you find this, if you find this podcast on a platform where you have a comment section, for example, on YouTube, we'd be very interested to hear your position. If you would think yes, we should definitely put an effort into into disseminating the law, also for people that are not really that don't have anything to do with it for work, or if we should keep that knowledge to ourselves for whatever reason. I won't be taking part in that discussion, but maybe Anna will. So <laughs> you're <laughs> sure, gonna, sure. you're gonna have hard contestants. <laughs> So can I just go into a little bit more detail uh, concerning the legal layman? I read your first edition and I think it is great, especially especially your column in the middle. Thank I've you. I've already told you, right? Thank you. I've already, wait, can you say, am I, did I, is it, did the internet connection go down? Can you say something? Hello? Hello. Ah, okay, good. Okay. Hello. Okay, now I'm hearing you again. Yeah, I think that must be the most used business phrase of yeah, 2020. Yeah, yeah. Can you still hear me? Can, am I on mute? What's going on? Okay, I just thought I, I just thought one of us went on mute. No. Um, so, yeah, going into the topics of the legal layman. Yeah. How first of all, how do you choose them, and how do you find the people that write them for you? Um, it depends what subjects we um we choose yeah we, we we try to offer a mix of general and and latest issues um we've we've also started some surveys with non-lawyers for example in instagram where they could vote for subjects they're interested in and i think that's a pretty cool and effective way because that's how we can include and represent our readership's interests properly yeah and um Yeah, at, at the beginning, we had to contact potential authors. But meanwhile, they are, they ask us, yeah, if they could, wow. if they could write an article or something. And nobody ever had expected this. So that's some kind of really surprising for us. Mm hmm. So, you know, talking about reaching out to people, I've had a couple of talks with, uh, I think I started out with Madeleine Hoyts, where we were, we were talking about um, reaching out to potential clients or customers over social media, specifically yeah. over TikTok. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of that? Oh, are you, oh, are you oh, and, are the big layman on TikTok? Yeah. Are you involved in that? I, I, I had my first TikTok debut, I, I think, three days ago. Yeah, mm. I think, m meanwhile, it's some kind of, obligatory things you you just have to do <laughs> but it's 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 actually so much work and i um honor everybody who's active on tiktok really mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you told me in your linkedin chat that you do more than just the legal layman right yeah uh, you're involved and we already spoke about it in the first uh, in the in the introduction what other projects are you involved in um, at the moment, I'm mainly involved in projects where I have to simplify law or optimize legal services for non-lawyers. Furthermore, I do a lot of workshops and trainings, for example, in fields like compliance, European business law or medical law. 
currently mostly via Zoom, yeah, and that really causes me a pain in my heart because I prefer working face to face with people, yeah. It, it it makes so much difference if you speak into a camera, if you or if you can interact with people personally. But well, yeah, I have to guess to tr uh, I have to train um, myself in patience there, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, as I've already told you, we're working on some plans concerning concerning legal layman, and that is so super exciting. And I I would love to tell you everything about that, but unfortunately, mm -hmm. I just I just can't. Yeah, Chesson would kill me. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm definitely not not a patience person. <laughs> that's a, that's a very nice cliffhanger to leave us yeah, with there. Yeah. <laughs> so, but but another but another reason to invite you guys again then, maybe possibly in person and not over Zoom, uh, and then we can we can do another awesome interview. So, regarding this, hold on, one question. Okay. So, is it just me? I, I saw it. I saw it on Friday. I was just going through my LinkedIn, right? And is it just me, or has my LinkedIn <laughs> feed been taken over? By female entrepreneurs with a legal background. Like, did you ladies plan this takeover? <laughs> Are you the guys behind 2020 and everybody is giving Bill Gates shit for nothing? Is that what's going on? Okay. <laughs> I, I love and appreciate that question, yeah? <laughs> so, first of all, yes. Yes, we totally planned it. And uh, now that we're busted, uh, you may call us in Lominati yeah? from now on. Thanks. <laughs> I think that in Lominati must have been like the best, yeah. hands down best wordplay I've heard this year. And people have had a lot of time to sit at home and think of words. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm also we, you, pretty can, proud of that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you also tell us a little bit more about the Illuminati's? Like who, can you do some name dropping? Who's part of this, of this okay. huge conspiracy? <laughs> okay. Um, part <laughs> of this conspiracy is uh, Lina Kravitz, mm. Alicia mm. Andert, Sina Dörr, mm. um, uh, Abia Harad and many more, yeah, <laughs> many more. Mm -hmm. We're all part of that. I'm just going to rep. I'm just. I'm going to throw a name in to represent to represent my city. Uh, I'm going to throw in Madeleine Hoitz. I hear you have a lot to do with her as well, right? Or you know her at least. Yeah, I I I, I yeah. know Madeleine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's fun story. She was the first person. She was the first person on our podcast, actually, and uh, okay. naturally. I was I was nervous to do my first podcast. I'd never done a format like this before. I'd only been writing, although I'm doing research in a in a little in a little back room, kind of like yeah. yeah. And this is the first time I'm doing a podcast. So we go to Madeleine's office in the Okandada, and uh, she comes in. Of course, she was experienced at the time. I think she had already done 50 podcasts. Yeah. And what she did was basically basically carry me through my own <laughs> podcast, you know, ask, asking herself yeah. questions. I'm just sitting there like, how's she doing? Yeah, that? Like, I, I can so imagine Madeleine, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Madeleine, if you're listening to this, big shout out and thank you for that. And I hope that you and the crew at Raketenstadt will be able to, <laughs> no pun intended, take take off <laughs> yeah. in 2021. Yeah, you, you know, so, you know Ma yeah. Ma Madeleine is actually some kind of, in, in in German we would call that Rampensau, yeah. <laughs> you can you can you can put Madeleine on stage um, anytime anywhere, and she will just yeah. deliver, you know. <laughs> mm. And deliver well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. absolutely. So, 
the thing is, the question that I just asked about the the illuminatis, I I'm just I, I don't know if you already knew, but you already you already posted it as a marketing technique on your LinkedIn, right? You already got like sixty or seventy likes, and on that same day, my LinkedIn was blowing up, just like people contacting me. Normally, nobody contacts me over LinkedIn. They're like, hey man, are you the guy with the podcast? It's like, what? How do you know what? So thanks for that. That was, <laughs> that was yeah, extremely yeah. <laughs> successful. Yeah. Just yeah, just as an example to say to people thinking that LinkedIn doesn't really bring you anything. On that day, I was like, what? What's going on? So yeah, good times. Uh, I was talking to you also mentioned Abir Haddad. So I was talking to Abir Haddad and not last week, some time ago. And we're also planning our next interview with her. And yeah. we were in a joint Zoom meeting led by Abir. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm, uh, we're also interviewing Anna. And she's like, what, Anna? Anna who? Anna Muak? And I'm like, yeah, Anna Muak. She's like, what? <laughs> and she loves you. She loves you. And then I asked I, I her, and her then too. you told me the story. Yeah. yeah. You told me the story about how you met. Maybe you could just share just to show you, you know, because this is a digitization podcast, how cool that story was. Uh, how did you guys meet? Okay. Um, no one yeah, will ever believe that story. I don't do it by myself, to be honest. Yeah. This was mm-hmm. some kind of... I don't know, uh, telepathic magic, yeah. And okay. LinkedIn, we kind of told each other, each other at the exact same moment, yeah, how cool and ins- inspiring we think the other one is. Um, mm-hmm. We first thought this was a connection problem or something, yeah, but it, <laughs> but it wasn't, and. Uh, yeah, a few hours later, mm-hmm. we had a two-hour phone call, and yeah, that's that's uh, how it started. Yeah, and I and I really nice. do love and appreciate Abia, and I think every woman on this planet needs her own Abia. Yeah, <laughs> she Abia is <laughs> Abia is a woman who doesn't listen to reply. She she listens to understand, and I and I think that's um, kind of rare. Mm-hmm. It is definitely, and a completely valuable asset to have, yeah. especially in an area like yeah. Well, yeah. You know. So, uh, why talking about female leads? Why is it so important that we have more female leads in an area like law? I know. <laughs> that's a pretty good. <laughs> that's a pretty good question. Yeah. Um, well. First of all, why should it not be important? Yeah, half of the world's population is female. It's just natural that we're at least represented in this proportion. Yeah, everywhere. So, frankly, there isn't any area where it's not important to have more of us. <laughs> That's all I have to say. I fully, <laughs> I fully agree. I fully agree. I have no follow-up questions. Uh, <laughs> Here's a question, though, that we ask um, most. No, actually, actually, all of our guests so far, we get the wildest answers. Matteo, the guy that we interviewed last, said there's two things you cannot afford, and that's burnout and overhead. The question is, what message would you like to put out to the listeners that are thinking about founding a company or just founding something in general? Okay. Um, the Let me think. The first, the, the very first of all, yeah, would be clarify your W questions. And by W questions, I mean those simple things like who are you, what are you doing, why are you doing it, who's your target group, etc. Yeah, This sounds so simple, but it's 
hard work, yeah? If you cannot explain to yourself in a simple way what the fuck you are actually doing, yeah, you will not be mm -hmm. able to explain it to anyone else and to position yourself properly. And I think it's quite shocking that so many people cannot answer those, yeah? Mm -hmm. And another thing uh, would be Trust yourself and your strange kind of gut feeling. You know, that that feeling that you should be doing this or that or that you should, should be doing it in a certain kind of way. And never let that feeling down, yeah? It's, it leads you to places your mind would, would never reach. And trust yourself more and trust yourself more to be creative, yeah? And when you when you cannot ima cannot imagine a job by now, where you could put all your talents and interests in, then congratulations, yeah, you're going to have an innovative one. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but trusting yourself and sometimes trusting your gut feeling can also lead, of course, to failure, right? So yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that everyone has had their fair share of failure. So my question would be, what has been the biggest fail in your career so far, and of course the opposite, the biggest success? Pooh, my biggest fail. Yeah, A lawyer would say, define what you mean <laughs> by fail. Yeah, <laughs> But whatever, right. yeah. I've, I've <laughs> failed um, so often, according to my own kind of definition, yeah, that I, that I cannot decide what... What is my biggest one of all? But um, every, every single time I failed was because I didn't trust myself enough. Because I criticized myself more than anyone else could ever do and because I'm struggling with imposter syndrome, etc. Yeah? Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. But okay. this all also leads to my to my biggest success. Yeah, Especially because I'm always because I always question myself, my skills, my attitude, I recognize when there is something that I do not question at all and that I'm so sure about that no one could ever stop me from doing it. This was, for example, mm -hmm. uh, the focus on lawn lawyers, uh, the idea for legal laymen, etc. Yeah? If I have wow. the feeling that something must be done, You can bet your ass that I'm going to rock the shit out of it. <laughs> awesome. Great. Perfect. Talking about rock. Yeah. <laughs> rap, or, rap or rock music, also a, yeah. also a question that we ask everyone. How is it, how is it looking in that domain? Okay. Both. <laughs> yeah. Both. Both. Honestly. And honestly, Wonderful. I do mm -hmm. love both. And I love cool. 80s. Yeah. I love 80s. I love <laughs> funk. <laughs> Almost everything, yeah. The only thing I cannot handle at all is electro music and everything that sounds oh. like a box full of metal trash falling on a floor. Oh, I don't no. know. <laughs> Then you can come to Cologne. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> For some I, I reason, know. people love electro music in Cologne. <laughs> I, I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so how is it? You're you're from Würzburg, right? Yeah. This, which is a city in southern Germany. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, Würzburg is. E yep. Kind of okay. <laughs> so, how is it founding a company or a magazine um, in a city like in a city like Würzburg for for a digital person like yourself? I mean, of course, 
Uh, I mean, it's not the city like Berlin. Let's say yeah, something. Do you yeah, think it's harder? Yeah, yeah. Do you think do you think it was harder uh, to found a city to found uh, to found your magazine in a city like Würzburg than rather in let's say Berlin or Düsseldorf or Cologne? And how does digitization affect this? Okay, so very good question. Yeah, mm. founding in Würzburg um, wasn't that much fun in the beginning, to be honest, especially when you're providing innovative services as I do. Yeah, I found myself feeling like an old lord that got chased and attacked by those conservative lawyers. Yeah, you cannot right, you right. cannot do this, you cannot do that. Nobody will ever take you seriously if you show too much personality. Uh, personality. There's no need for your services, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, hell, guys. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know. But I was mm. I was lucky enough to find a network that encouraged me in, um, in the way I do things, yeah? And in the way legal layman does things. And by now, I almost work everywhere except in Würzburg, yeah? And digitalization, okay. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh, the internet hasn't even arrived in <laughs> Würzburg, yeah? So, um, good question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the thing with the internet in Germany, right? Why doesn't it literally everything in Germany works? The people, they work. They're notorious for working. The the washing machine that I inherited from my grandfather survived two world wars, <laughs> still working like on day one. Yeah. yeah. The internet though. Installed three months ago, Vodafone it, was it, like, oh, you have a Zoom meeting today, bro? I'm sorry, it, that's not going to happen. <laughs> so what's up with that? Yeah, you in the, in, in, in the university in Würzburg, you actually have your have have to to get your grades for you you have on exams, yeah. yeah. You have to yeah. walk to this no university. <laughs> oh wow. And you have to say, Hi, I'm Anna. I mm. um wrote the exam on this subject and oh, I would like no. to know my grade. And that, then they will hand you our, a, a paper, a fucking paper, yeah? And if you, <laughs> with, with your grade and everything, and you need that paper because you have to, to um, hand it to get your, uh, <laughs> your passing yeah. things and everything, yeah? yeah. And if you yeah. lose yeah. one of those... Dozens oh, no. papers, yeah. No way. You have to what? do it again, yeah. So, <laughs> so this one. Uh, this is what I have to say uh, to digitalization mm -hmm. in, in in Würzburg. <laughs> yeah. I really, I, I. By the way, I really like the fact that the legal layman is only digitally. Um, for the moment, I don't know what you guys have planned for the future, but also the fact that all the people that you mentioned that they approached you, right? That was only possible through all your marketing on Instagram when people like. Yeah, judges uh, like here, Christian Schlicht, uh, Benedict Quach. Benedict, we, oh, by the way, we're, we're interviewing Benedict this Wednesday. I'm ah, gonna, cool. I'm gonna be sure cool, to cool. Give him, give him, give him uh, your best regards. Yeah. Yeah, he was also a person that contacted me after after your LinkedIn post. Yeah. Really? Really? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. That's exactly how we added this big snowball effect. Yeah, and I think those are the aspects of digitization that make our job easier or at least more effective, right? Imagine trying yeah. to do something like legal layman. 20 years ago, would it, would it even have been possible in that format? Probably not. Never. You know? Now it, yeah. yeah. Anna, thank you so much for taking the time today. Uh, and people, if uh, if you have the time, check out the webpage on, is it legallayman.com or legallayman.de? Legallayman.de. 
D-E, right? D-E. And uh, be also sure to check out Anamok's Instagram and TikTok since you're and, on it now. And TikTok, it yeah. I have two followers, <laughs> yeah. I have two followers. Two fo- see, <laughs> two followers. Let's make it. Let's make that a little bit more. Is there something else you would like to put out uh, to the listeners, or in general, want to say hi to your mom or something? <laughs> <laughs> My mom w- w- would never listen to to an English podcast. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I would like to tell. Um, everybody who listens uh, to this episode, that you can make an impact yeah. if you want. You don't have to be the best in, 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 in something or have the smartest ideas. Yeah, You just have to uh-huh. do something. And if everybody would do that, we could make so much impact and... Yeah, be nice to each other. Yeah, and and Daniel, thanks for having me. Really, it was a Daniel. it was a pleasure. Yeah, <laughs> it was also a lot of fun for us. Yeah, thank you so much. And uh, as you said, you already left us with that cliffhanger. We're really uh, we're waiting to see what you guys have in store for us with the legal layman and with everything else. Anna, thank you. Have a great evening. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. Prevents Podcast.